0: You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Hi, I'm Joe from the Editing Bay. I work this ridiculous work schedule. It gets me out in the early afternoon, so I get bored. Jeff, from my comic life in 8 Pit has a similar schedule. So once a week, I'll run by, wake up Jeff, and force him to see movies with me. And then we come back and talk about it. Welcome to our Afternoon Delight. Sky rockets in
1: flight. Boo! Afternoon delight. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Hey. Afternoon Delight. Hey. Oh, God. Come here. <laughs> 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 come here, <laughs> <uh-oh>. <laughs> This isn't L.A. You can't
0: do that to me. <laughs> There's not enough cocaine, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs>
0: this is uh, Afternoon Delight on the Editing Bay podcast channel on the Next, Day, Next Wave Radio Network. Uh, my name's Joe, joined by Jeff. Uh, this is where we come to... Talk about first-run movies. We'll go see a movie in the middle of the day and then talk about it. Uh, and, uh, and this film, we got a little preview screener again from IFC Films. Thank you so much. Uh, of a film starring Jack Black and uh, James Marsden. Is it Mar- James Marsden? Yeah. Um, for, so- for some reason, I want to say James Marsters. Uh, and then I, or I want to say John Marsden, which is the character from Red Dead Redemption. I get confused. <laughs> oh, I get confused. It's this <laughs> movie called The D-Train. Uh, and uh, it's about the, Jack Black plays a guy named Dan Who is a uh, kind of a, a, a lovable loser type you know, he's, he, he married the girl that he, he fell in love with in high school Never moved away, went to college uh, in the same town uh, got, Kind of gotten this one little dead-end job And he's been there forever for the past 20 years and, uh, and he's part of the alumni committee And they're trying to get people to come to their 20-year reunion Nobody wants to come though and he's, he's struck by inspiration when one night he's watching TV and he sees uh, his old classmate Oliver uh, on TV doing this national uh, banana boat ad. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, banana, yeah boat. banana boat. Yeah, banana boat ad. So James uh, James Marsden, he's playing like this, uh, this lifeguard, and he's like, the sun and the beach, both beautiful, both deadly, <laughs> but I can protect you from one of those things. And... Uh, and, yeah, and so this dude, like, Jack Black, freaks out. He's like, oh, my God, you know, if we got this guy to come to the reunion, everybody would come. So he goes to uh, – he finagles his way to a trip to L.A., lies to his wife, lies to his boss, and uh, sets up a meeting with this Oliver dude and uh, and ultimately convinces him to come to the reunion. You see, I don't see Jack Black as a lovable loser in this film. I In the first, the first half – well, I absolutely see him as a lovable loser.
1: I mean, like, I would say, like, one, because there's just such a series of lies that he tells. And so, like, after the first one, you're like, okay, you know, he's, okay, he's trying to do this. When but, you said
0: it early on, you were like, he's bringing it upon himself, man. Yeah.
1: Is, 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 like, is, is, I, I, I don't consider him a lovable loser because very quickly he turns, he, he, he goes from, you know, being this, a loser. I mean, he 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 is is is. You know, he he still wants to you know be the popular guy in high school. You know, he still thinks that like to, that being cool and having that title means something. Yeah. You know, is like he's still living he, in he's 1994. Got, he's got some shit issues that he he hasn't uh, right rectified. And, and and so it at first it builds up that he's a loser and like oh you feel bad because like he still feels this way and they still treat him this way. But then once he starts getting into, into these series of lies, it's just like, you know, now you're just a loser. It's one after the other, too. Right. They is, come rapid-fire. You know, is is because... Like it's one thing to watch a film.
0: I think you're being way literal about this where you're like, Well, I wouldn't call him a lovable loser. Just, well, I mean I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's just how I'm trying to describe the character. He's I'm a just, funny guy. Yeah. He 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 okay. loves his family. You could tell he loves his family, but he's down on him he's down and out. He's in a rut. You know, he wouldn't have something redeemable about him. Uh like he wouldn't be married to the Catherine Hahn character if there wasn't something redeemable about him. You know, obviously there was something to fall in love with. He's the kind of guy who's dedicated, who tries to do everything it takes to get yeah, a job done.
1: Okay, I can see that.
0: It's uh, So, um, So yeah, he ends up uh, getting Oliver to come to the reunion, but not before... Uh, not before you got to go out to L.A. Got to go out to L.A. And to, to, develop, he ends up having some regrets.
1: <laughs> some of his, his sales pitch I mean, like, didn't exactly go the way he intended it to. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, do... I feel. Do we say what happens in L.A. because it's a big plot point oh, of the film?
0: Yeah, I want to say what happens. So, so okay. he, um, he goes out. And he meets he meets Oliver, and uh, they meet at a bar and stuff. And the whole time, like you know, Jack Black's. Now that I'm thinking about it, he's kind of putting out a weird vibe. You know, like I got us a couch, and James Marsden's like, I like to sit at the bar, and so they sit at the bar and they get to talk, and then they start partying. They're 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 doing like, they're, they're what they're doing X. Or uh, oh, oh no, oh, it no. was a muscle relaxer. Yeah, muscle relaxer. He took a muscle relaxer. Then he starts. He's doing coke, and uh,
1: and like it, he, he, he points LA. out like
0: Dermot Mulroney and, and James Marsden's. Like oh yeah, yeah, we totally we, we hang all the time. He goes over and he talks to him. We find out that you know he he doesn't know him at all. Uh, but they go out and party. They party fucking hard. Then they get back to James Marsden's place to Oliver's place, <laughs> and. uh they fuck (laughs) yeah there's no other way of putting it yeah Oliver and Dan fuck and that's where this movie kind of took a weird turn not that they fucked because like the whole time I'm sitting here watching this movie going oh my god this is outrageous this is funny this is so funny now it's gonna happen you know and they pan down when the next morning when James Marsden gets up and we pan down and we see (laughs) Jack Black like cradling himself (laughs) but it wasn't like in a comedic way like you, you find out that it's not quite as comedic as we thought it was yeah this is like where we finally we realize there's some like serious shit developing in Jack Black's head.
1: Yeah, is yeah. It just it it wasn't like we did a lot of drugs, shit got weird. It, it was like He needed closure. He yeah. needed to process it. Uh
0: and and we get a little bit of that clue from his, his son. Because his son actually tells Oliver when Oliver comes into town and stays with them, he's like, Oh yeah, my father believes that you only have sex with the person you love. Yeah. And that that tells you like that's informing you of some serious Character shit that's going on with Dan right now.
1: Yeah, and and oh my, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I don't know what to add to that, but yeah, is 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 Jack Black just after after that night? Is he just has this downward spiral? Uh, and it, it's just it's just really. I'm trying to figure out.
0: <laughs> you and I both were having a really hard time placing this. Like, and I think I vocalized it at one point. I was like, I'm. I'm having a weird time reading what this movie wants to be because I couldn't tell if it was trying to be like an outrageous comedy and that like we were gonna like that that him having sex with him was just some wacky like random thing that happened, kind of like in The Hangover. Just weird random shit happens in that movie. But then
1: it got really deep. Yes. and, And because you know at first I'm I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like this is gonna be a film about you know okay Jack Black he was never the cool kid. In high school, he thinks by getting this guy Oliver to, to come to the reunion, now he's going to be in the Cool Kids. Uh-huh. with. And, you know, so I thought the whole movie was going to be about, like, okay, he learns that, you know, he doesn't need this. He, he doesn't need it, to do it,
0: anything to fit in. Like, right. Like, he just seemed like he was the kind of guy who was just going to do everything to fit in. And
1: and then the plot of... of of him and Oliver having sex Like yeah. just totally screwed Well it turned the movie on its side a little right. bit and From it, what
0: I was expecting Yeah
1: and I was like Okay because I still feel that that was a that, that that was a big part of the film Was that you know he was like Coming to terms with like I can't live in the past and you know And I, I, I need to you know Is being the quote unquote cool kid Isn't everything Sure You know But then it's like But then like the weird The I don't want to say obsession, but No, it was obsession. Okay. It was obsession. Okay. We had a little bit of this was like if if the
0: movie with Kevin that Kevin Klein movie Dave or not Dave, uh In and Out. Yeah. In and Out was kind of thrown into a blender with Romy and Michelle's high school reunion and a little like a mild bit of fatal attraction thrown in on the side. Maybe a little single white female for some flavor. But mm-hmm. it felt like someone put all those in a blender and out came the D train. Yeah. I and i'm not quite sure how i feel about how it all how it all fit i feel like you had two two good plots for separate movies going on at the same time yeah. here but melding them together i don't
1: think was quite as effective it just it made it made the storyline like like you said it turned it on inside and made you just be like what like so like what is this about because you know you would... You, like you said, is you think like maybe the sex thing is going to be like something like the hangover and it's just going to be be there. But when it starts getting deeper and he starts getting obsessed, it's like, okay, like, you know, is this obsessed because, you know, there are parts when they're getting closer to the reunion and and Oliver comes into town and you're like, is he obsessed because he's in love with Oliver or is he obsessed because it was like, no, you're here because of me. I'm supposed to be hanging out with you and, you know, I'm supposed right. to be the cool guy. Right. You know, it's like – or is it both? And I think and those, it might have been both. I think like, it was
0: both too, but I think it got muddied. It got yeah. a little bit muddied because of the way that it plays out. You know, he wants to be one of the cool kids. And they reinforced that maybe twice before the very end of the movie. Like you see like the little flashback sequence of him in the school, you know, like his little fantasy of what it was going to be like him and Oliver coming in the doors at the same right. time. You know, so there's that. There's definitely that where it's like you see everybody having a good time with Oliver, and he's just sitting there at the reunion, just sitting there scowling. But you're also mixing it in with what is obviously like that feeling of – and, hey, look, when I was a kid, I wasn't the best dude in the world, all right? I was kind of a shit when it came to relationships and stuff. It took until I was fucked around on for me to really appreciate, like, a a relationship and stuff. So – what this felt like, it was like that that dude who like kind of, you know, messes around with a girl but then doesn't yeah. call her back. Yeah. That's who Jack Black was. He Absolutely. was the girl that didn't Absolutely. get called back. Or the guy. You know, and I get it. I get that we're taking that we're taking that stereotype or we're taking that, that traditional kind of uh that traditional kind of circumstance and now we're throwing it into a relationship a male male relationship. And that's fine. But you are muddying the waters at that point because now it's confusing to the audience. Well, is he is he this you know this jilted character, this, this person that wanted a little bit of closure, a little bit of processing Mm -hmm. of like, Hey, this just happened. And you know, he never got the chance to really talk about it because Oliver was on the phone the next morning. And Jack was like, well, I guess I'll, all right, I'll see you later, and walked off. Never got to have that, like you know, that post game. They never got to have the post game. Yeah, and so because Jack Black is the kind of person he is, where it's like, you only have sex with someone you love. I feel like there's definitely a conscious and a subconscious kind of confusion that's going on with him at this point. But it was so, it was so detrimental if you were trying to illustrate also that he wanted to be one of the cool kids. It's detrimental to that. Like you, these things were working at cross purposes, and they weren't enhancing one another.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what else. I don't know. Yeah, what else to no, say, man. Like, I'm just like, because because everything that before we saw this film, everything that led me to believe that this was gonna be about just the reunion, and this whole other plot line of of was it love or you know what? Like, it just like it threw me off, and I'm just like, I I don't get why it was in there. Like you said, is. Both of these would be good standalone films, you know, because fl- uh-huh. you could flush out each story a little bit yes. more. And so why put them in the same movie? I, I mean, I because even the tagline of this movie is every Union needs a hero.
0: Uh-huh. Where is that tagline falling into place? Because there is no hero of this movie.
1: Right. No, no. They're
0: absolutely – everyone is a tragic character.
1: I was about to say, is, is you know, is – at point, you know, Jack. Horrible things are happening to Jack Black, but you're like, I, you, I'm still you, laughing at yeah. it because you've done these things to bring him upon yourself, right? And Not so, only that, but they're also presenting it in a very comedic way, right? And and this and the same thing with the Oliver character is you know is because they're they're both essentially lying to themselves. Is uh-huh. is uh, is you know Dan lies to himself by thinking by saying I get Oliver I'm going to be the cool kid. And then Oliver, you know, when he's when he and Dan meet back up, he puts on this sh- charade of like oh I'm this big time thing yeah. when he's really not. So they they both are lying to each other and then the and uh and you I, I just I don't know
0: watching you trying to articulate this is funnier than the movie was.
1: <laughs> well, it's just because like I I don't i just don't get it it's yeah. just like it's just like you y- y- you had this one story and it was going great uh-huh. and then you threw this in there okay but then you're now the whole movie is being based off of this one night where they slept together yeah and it's like but yet you're still telling the story so it's like i'm just like what like yeah. what
0: it was it was messy it was messy it,
1: it, but it Still, it was still a fun ride.
0: Uh huh. Well, I'm gonna like I I agree with you. Like by the time when the movie was over, I was like I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't hate that movie. I kind of enjoyed it. I enjoyed what was going on. I thought, honestly, I thought everyone did a great job with what they had. I thought everybody yeah. did a great job. I think the direction was fine. I thought it was shot beautifully. I think all the performances were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Where I think this movie ultimately falls short was in the writing room. You know, this like <laughs> I'll probably say it two or three times, and I'll probably describe it the same way more and more that you had a really strong movie here about somebody dealing with like you know w- with with intimacy and, uh, and and a lack of experience and a, a good character piece between like what happens between two men uh, when, when something like this happens and when things aren't processed things aren't rectified, things aren't talked about. you know you had a really good plot there for that. Mm-hmm. You also had a really good plot for a comedy about a guy who wants to be popular trying to get people to come out to the reunion. You had two really good plots, two great stories that could have had the same exact casts in both movies. Right. But they should not have been melded together. Yeah. And like the whole thing with Jeffrey Tambor, the whole thing about like lying to Jeffrey Tambor and like, you know, my boss is like there are a lot of comedic things they could have done with that mm. in the the comedy about making a reunion happen. But mm. then there's also that gravitas, the drama that you could have thrown in with the movie about. Two men who have a romantic encounter and now have to deal with it like that could have fit in both films. Uh, and I kind of wish that it, they had played that a little bit more comedic. Like I love Jeffrey Tambor. I think he's a fantastic actor and he, he both comedy and dramatic. Uh, but I kind of really wanted I wanted to see it a little bit lighter for him because the stakes mm. ultimately that he had to pay kind of broke my heart. Yeah, you know, (laughs) yeah, that that was he was the one person I was really sympathetic about him and the wife Mm -hmm. like I felt the most sympathy for those two characters Uh, and I, I feel like the very end they tried to tie it up with a nice bow, but it wasn't enough comeuppance for me. Yeah, I, I think Jeffrey Tambor deserved a little bit more.
1: Right, right. Like they, they, sh- you know, they, they, they show that he, you know that he's gonna meet this client that will hopefully, n- you know, not ruin him. And yeah. you're like, okay, you know, it had like this like montage with Jack Black doing a voiceover, uh-huh. and you know, <laughs> the the ending, yeah, like you said, tried to put a good bow on it, but. I, I still didn't kind of feel fulfilled. No. I wanted Jeffrey Tambor
0: to tear into... And, and not, not physically. <laughs> I didn't want to see Jack Black get fucked again. <laughs> but I wanted to see Jeffrey Tambor kind of rip into Jack Black a little bit. Like, right. That's what I mean by comeuppance. Like, I really wanted to see him, like, you know, kind of tear into him instead of mm-hmm. have right. fun at your reunion. And even the moment where Jack Black and his wife, Catherine Hahn, are talking to each other, like, she kind of gets shortchanged in that exchange. Yeah. And then... Here comes Oliver. Yeah, and, they and have then, that moment, and
1: and then you get the clo- uh, the the closure between Oliver and Dan, you know. But you don't. You but then they use the montage with the voiceover to show like, okay, everything turned out okay between yeah. Dan and his wife, you know. I I was really I was really expecting this to have a a, a really sad ending, uh-huh. and I think it would have played more in the film's favor to have a sad ending to really drive home the point of being like, you see what happens when you try to be something you're not, Yeah, you know, is because I felt like that was the mesh message. Like if they played it more like a cautionary tale, right? Like I feel like, I th- you, know, you know, is everything that kept happening. It, it kept seeing like, it kept feeling like they were reinforcing this message of like, you see what happens when you try too hard, uh-huh. you know, just be yourself. And, th- but then it's like, oh, and it's a, it's a happy ending. It's like, well, you know, to help drive home that point, maybe you see them, maybe, you know, in that montage, you see Jack Black moving out of the house. Yeah. And, you know, and, and you know, maybe his other shit like that is going going on. But, like, fact of the matter is, you know, he still cheated on his wife. He, he Yeah. Yes, he did. And they're able just to be like... He cheated oh, on oh, his wife I, and cost his boss a shit ton of cash. Right. You know, it, it is... <laughs> how it, that's why I have an issue with trying to have the happy ending. Yeah. It's like, it's like, he never no. did
0: anything to deserve to be rewarded. He mm. never, exactly. he never earned this reward.
1: Exactly. Is it cause I'm trying to think of like, what was the lesson? The, the lesson that he learned was, you know, okay, just, I think the lesson that he did learn was like, gotta be myself and, you know, putting, get past high school. Yeah. You know, but but even then, in that final monologue, he was like, "What the What the students needed
0: was just to know that they had a law, a lawless in them all along, you know." And like he was trying to make a blanket statement about everybody, when honestly, he's the only one that had the problem. Like he's the reason. Like his whole need to be accepted and his whole need to be cool, but he kept trying to control everything. Yes, and that's what people didn't like about him is that he just tried to control everything, yeah. and they never really touched on that a bit. He reminds me of a guy that you and I did some work with. You know, uh, yeah. a few years yeah. back. Like, that's who I saw for in many parts of this movie. I was like, wow, this, this totally reminds me of this guy. Uh, and, and the thing is, like, he'd be fine if he wasn't always trying to control everything and always trying to manipulate everything behind the scenes. And that's what Jack Black did. And that's ultimately what kind of made him a despicable character, even though I still stand by the lovable loser thing mm-hmm. uh, just from a general sense. But no, his actions in this movie are completely self-motivated and despicable. You know, Mm -hmm. it's and, and I don't feel like I don't feel like, like I said, he earns that peace of mind by the end of the movie.
1: You're absolutely right is no is he should not is he should be, you know, if if he if they wanted to end with him having that peace of mind, it should have been this. Then the ultimate story would have been, okay. life went to shit now I see where it went wrong, and now I can start over. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel like you could have ended it with still giving him the peace of mind, Mm -hmm. of him realizing where his flaws were and him starting a new life. Yeah. You know, not like, okay, I was able to make everything good between my wife and, you know, with all these other people. It's like, Uh no. It's too convenient. It was way too
0: convenient. I really wish they would have echoed a little bit more of what was going on with him through his son yeah. I don't. I don't know if it helped making his son like this pimp. Like this kid, totally like has the chance to get laid and have a threesome. I kind of feel like had they played the son a little bit more towards him, like him, mm-hmm. then we could have had like where Jack Black learns from his mistake and tries to guide his son, tries to help his yeah. son. Uh, instead, even that that relationship between his son and and himself was a little wasted. I think. Yeah. Um, God, there was something else I wanted to ask you about, and I completely forgot about it. Um, did we ever figure out what Jack Black did? What his job was? Uh, just a consulting firm.
1: Okay, that was about <laughs> it.
0: Because they, they never went into any kind of detail into about into what any that other was.
1: Detail is they just it was a consulting firm. Yeah. What are you consulting it's business? Uh huh. Um, <laughs> that was kind of it. I did like how. Where he worked was like kind of like an echo or a mirror of like his personal life, uh-huh. you know, is is he works and in the office is like it's, you know, still it's 2014 and it's still, you know, dial up Internet rotary phone rotary phone. Like, you know, uh, the old I think it was like the old school. Like, what is the printer where you have to take the stuff off the. Oh, end, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and so I did like that imagery. I did like that. Like, OK. He got stuck in this rut, and that makes sense that he's in a job that reflects that. you uh-huh. know, I thought that was done really well, yeah, you know, um, like I said, is you know when but the whole sex obsession thing it's like that's where it's like, okay, like it, it okay, and the
0: problem was it wasn't the story, yeah, you know, at least not how I understood it, it wasn't the story, and it kind of felt. It it felt like a little bit of a cheat that that's what they they dwelled on for so long when that wasn't the point of the movie. Yeah. Uh. And and that's a shame. I feel like that's what kind of kept this movie from maybe excelling and being beyond like you know it was a decent film. It was it was okay. Right. I'd recommend people watch it like if it hits Netflix. Yeah. You know you don't have to spend money to see this in the that, theater. That
1: that's what I'd say too is like, you know it. Is it, it? It is one of those movies where you're gonna laugh and be like, Ooh, and Like kind of cringe and laugh at the same time. Uh-huh. You know, and it's gonna make it, it. It's like if you're just like in a mood to watch like a weird film. Mm-hmm. I would say like, okay, yeah.
0: See, this was one of those things where when it happened. And and like James Marsden starts kissing Jack Black, and then Jack Black starts kick, kissing him back, and then like there's a shirt ripped off, and like you and I both were like whoa whoa what whoa, and we're laughing, and then it was like it's one of those situations where ten fifteen minutes later I felt bad because yeah. I realized oh they were playing that straight <laughs> for okay yeah. bad choice of words, but but they were like they were they were playing that more straight than comedic, and I kind of felt bad that I laughed at it yeah. because oh. Oh, okay. I guess that wasn't that wasn't a comedy bit. Like that mm-hmm. wasn't. Oh, now where are we going? And I think I told you on the couch. I was like, I don't know, I, I don't quite know how to feel right now about what's going on. Yeah. here. Um. And so yeah, it's you know what I'll tell you what this movie is really good for though. It's for sparking discussion. Yeah. People will watch this movie and will talk about what they just watched.
1: Right. Right. Is because I don't know if it was if it was the the purpose was to bring up like sexuality but it does raise like a lot of questions. You know, like well the biggest question I think that it's trying to raise is like you know is like what makes someone, you know, gay or straight because throughout the film is um is uh, Oliver, you know, he's just like oh, I'm just I'm not in the labels. It's, it's it's whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they were trying to bring that point up but then really fell short and then you know like I, Okay, let me start over. I feel like they were trying to make that a part of the plot of, like, what make what is sexuality. And then they're like, oh, shit, but we still have to do this main plot of, you know, of the reunion and, and you know, ov- overcoming, you know, that stuff. So we got to kind of put this to a side. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like at first they really brought that up a lot ab- ab- yeah. about sexuality. And then they just kind of faded that away and more into just his obsession with it mm-hmm. you know and dropped that question well in
0: like this this weird overarching theme of uh, of considering somebody else's feelings having a regard for someone else's feelings, uh, understanding the the consequences of how your actions affect somebody. Mm -hmm. That's something that's definitely a through line throughout this whole film, from how Jack Black treats his son, how Jack Black treats his wife, how Jack Black treats his job. Everything's about him. This is what you need to do for me. This is what you need to do for me. Yep. You need to update the technology for me because of me. Uh, you know, this is ridiculous. Uh, and, and the, the whole, uh, it, when he goes in and he talks to the, the alumni committee about getting Oliver, he goes in, he hangs up on all the phones. It's always about him. He needs that. He wants yep. to be that center of attention. And, and he craves that to be accepted, but he does it, he goes about it the, the wrong way. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. I mean, we but, can keep saying the same. Thing I was about over to say
1: is is we can keep. Yeah, yeah, I got I got nothing new. To all right, to say well,
0: yeah, this. like I said, we I'd I'd recommend this on Netflix. Or yep. if you see it like Redbox or something. You know, it's worth a buck. Go ahead and rent yeah. it and check it out. Uh, other than that, though, you don't have to pay full price to at a theater for this. No, nope. um, but we do thank you, IFC Films, for sending us that link. Uh, Jack Black and James Marsden in the D Train. Uh, we are afternoon delight. We'll catch you next week. Afternoon Delight. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.